This episode is brought to you by the Tadpole Audio Series. Coming this spring. Dude, stop eating all my food. The most anticipated audio series of the year. This year, could you please not wipe your nose with my socks? From the people who brought you the ceiling fan comes a brand new show. Boom, bam, baby. The Tadpole Audio Series. The podcast that back in my day would have only cost a nickel. This is The Ceiling Fan. I'm just finishing up an invention for Eugene. Comments about putting together a program or Good evening, I'm John Watsonberger, and this is a Ceiling Fan Odyssey News Update. Fire broke out in the business sector of Odyssey today. No one was hurt and no serious damages were caused, thus completely eradicating all possible intrigue or excitement from this story. However, our writers apparently felt the humor of the situation rendered the story newsworthy. Tom Artichoke is covering the so-called story and is getting paid way too much. Tom? Thanks, John. Ironically enough, the Electric Palace fell victim to an electrical fire early this afternoon. A few display model radios spontaneously burst into flames with no apparent cause. There were no injuries, no structural damage, and very little damage to merchandise. But frightened customer Connie Kendall had this to say. Well, I was looking for some new headphones for my MP3 player when all of a sudden, boom, burning radios everywhere. I'd never seen anything like it. It's kind of cool. When asked for a statement about the incident, store owner Edwin Blaggard said he was unsure about what could have possibly caused the accident. He then muttered something under his breath about Shakespeare misplacing stage pyros. I'm not quite sure what he meant by that. Back to you, John. Thanks, Tom. I'm not sure what a dead playwright has to do with this story either. I'm John Watsonberger, and this has been a Ceiling Fan Odyssey News Update. Ethan Daniels here. Welcome to episode 12 of The Ceiling Fan. Coming up this week, as many of you may know, is Valentine's Day. So we're going to talk about that. I think Valentine's Day might be my favorite holiday. Really? Yep. Huh. I would have never thought that. What? Why not? I don't know. You just don't seem like the kind of guy who would be all about Valentine's Day. Ethan, sometimes I wonder if you even know anything about me. Well, all right, Mr. Loveface. What is it that you like so much about Valentine's Day? Pheromones and cheap heart-shaped dead acids. Interesting. Do you have a special somebody you might be asking to be your Valentine this year? There is this Sulfidorian elf princess that has been challenging me to duel quite a bit lately. She's very sweet and her character is so stunning. She must have spent hours programming it. Right, and I, I assume this is in... World of Battle Arts? <laughs> Ethan, don't be silly. They don't have a Sulfidorian Elf Princess application for World of Battle Arts. The graphics card would rupture at even a fraction of the technology it takes to process something that powerful. <laughs> no, no, Ethan. This is the World of Battle Arts expansion pack. Conquest continues. Right, my mistake. It's alright, Ethan. So what about you? Do you have a special someone you would just love to be your Valentine? Well, uh... Uh, never mind. Not really. 
What, Ethan? It's all right. Go ahead. Say it. Oh, no, it's silly. Well, most of what you say is pretty silly, but that's never stopped you before. Well, that's true, but... Ethan, come on, tell us. If you could ask anybody in the world to be your valentine, who would it be? Well, all right. I guess I would have to say Katie Lee, voice of Connie Kendall on Adventures in Odyssey. Eh, but let's face it, there's no way in a million years I would even have the chance to talk to her. Ethan, how many times have I told you to turn your cell phone off when we're recording? Uh, I'm sorry, Phil. Uh, oh, it's Kevin. I better answer it. Do you mean Kevin McCreary, your manager? One and the same. Uh, let me take this. Hello? Hey, Ethan. How you doing? I'm alright. Just recording the show. Oh, great. I hoped you were. I've got a surprise for you. You got me the sponge cake round pants doll? What? No. Aww. No, Ethan, it's better. I have Katie Lee on the other line right now. So, if you're ready, I'll go ahead and pass her through. What? Really? Oh, of really? course. Great. Alright, Katie, you're on the phone with Ethan Daniels and Phil Jenkins. Hey, Ethan and Phil! Uh, what up? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> Hello, Miss Lee. Welcome to the Ceiling Fan Podcast. How are you today? Oh, well, I'm great. How are you? Oh, we're doing just fine, thanks. I, I, I'm, I'm awesome. <laughs> well, first, I, I want to tell you what an honor it is to get to talk with you today. Yeah, well, it's an honor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I remember listening to your voice on almost every family vacation we have ever had. I never thought I'd be talking to you on the phone for a silly podcast. Now, uh, have you had the chance to listen to the Ceiling Fan yet? Yeah, it's great. Really? Well, more or less, yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's because Ethan produces it. Oh, okay. (laughs) You have such an incredible gift of voice acting. You sound just like a teenager. There are a lot of people out there who think they can do kid voices, but they really just can't. How how did you cultivate your talent? (laughs) Uh, Well, I listened to some other people who are doing kids' voices, and I think uh, I just uh, suffer from a case of arrested development. It's kind of natural. Uh, do you ever use your gifts to do, like, like practical jokes or something? <laughs> Not exactly, but when salespeople call and ask to talk to my mother, I just tell them she isn't here. Ah, oh, man, that that's funny. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, of the big movies that come out and stuff. When Transformers, the the movie, came out, they had a website where Optimus Prime could call your friends just by filling in some information. Have you ever thought about doing that with Connie? Well, that's a. Do you think that would go over well? Maybe. I think I think anything with Connie would go over pretty well. Uh, oh, thank you, Ethan. That that's very nice. Yeah, I've I've thought about it. I've thought about wishing people a happy birthday. Man, I I just I hope that when I grow up, uh, I'll have the chance to you know. To do a kid's voice. I really want my voice to sound like a kid when I grow up. <laughs> I, I was joking around with my friend about a guy I knew who was like, Hey, I'm totally a kid, and everybody knows he isn't. Yeah, I hate Well, you no, know, everybody can everybody can have fun if they want to. We're not going to... We're open to all kinds. I hate whenever people are like, they're like 22 years old and they... They act like they're a kid, and it's it's so obvious that they're not actually a kid. Now, uh, yes. You, you have a degree in broadcasting, is that correct? I do, uh, yeah, I do, actually. It's true. That's, Those are my credentials. That is the perfect degree. 
I really think. Really? <laughs> Me too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I feel much better knowing that I have the perfect degree now. <laughs> how, uh, how did you get into voice acting? Well, all my report cards said good student but talks too much. So that was a good start. And uh, then um, my when I turned older, peop- I, my voice didn't really change that much. So I met some people in the business who suggested I might want to try that. And seeing as how... It sounded like a good way to make a lot of money. I tried it, and I got an agent, and I started auditioning, and I've been doing it for 26 years. Man, that's amazing. I hope my voice never changes. Me too. I I think I've got the perfect voice. You you do. You have a fantastic voice. Aww. Yeah, you should try to do more things besides uh, the ceiling fan, definitely. Really? Yeah. I have been telling people that. For so long, you know, I was, you know who Nathan Hubler is, right? Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. I sure do. I, I'm, I got to meet him, and mm-hmm. he, I, I told him that. I told him that exact thing, and uh, he told me he'd call me back, but he never did. So I was a little disappointed about that. Well, maybe he just lost your number, because you, you I think you have the perfect voice for an artichoke. Really? hmm Oh, man. Maybe I should call Big Idea. Yeah, let him know. <laughs> and put in a good word for me, too, I, would you? I could, I could be a veggie tail. Yeah, that would be great. Awesome. An artichoke. What What vegetable do you think I could do? Uh, what, what's, the, what's the prettiest vegetable? The prettiest Ooh. vegetable. Perhaps a banana, perhaps a yellow zucchini or an eggplant. Is that what you Ooh, think? Eggplant is a good choice. Acorn? <laughs> an acorn, yeah. I don't think that's a, a, a vegetable. Uh, I think it's a fruit. <laughs> or, or a nut. I think it's a nut. It's a nut. I thought it was, well, no, whatever. doesn't what? matter. Phil's a nut, well, too. I'm going to go look on Wikipedia because that is the ultimate authority. Okay. Well, how long have you been playing Connie? Since the show started. 21 years. So you do the math because you're in college, right? I'm not. Uh, f- oh. I'm, I'm 14. And I'm a college oh. dropout. Yeah, I see. Phil. Well, let's see. Uh, I I would say twenty one years. Okay, uh, Phil was um, went to college for a year. Oh, okay, yeah. great. But he dropped. Yeah, twenty one years. About what other kind of voices can you do? Well, I could do one kind of like you. Oh, okay. <laughs> sounds just like you, Phil. I do. Uh, right now, I'm on. Uh, a couple shows that are on the air right now on Cartoon Network. Yeah, I'm doing some voices for the Mr. Men show. I do Little Miss Chatterbox voice, and she talks like this. And Little Miss Daredevil, who talks like this. And Little Miss Helpful, who talks like this. <laughs> I also do a lot of kid voices and babysitter voices. And Grown and I just recorded a commercial for the Goodwill this last night where I actually sound like a human adult woman. You're just amazing. It's fun. I I have a friend in the voiceover business who said when he was a kid, he had all these voices in his head. And when he got older, he got them all jobs. <laughs> and that's kind of like me. That might be the most amazing thing I've ever heard in my whole entire life. Wow, thanks. Yeah, that's a, well, quite a compliment. Well, have you been outside? Today? Ever. Ever? Oh, well. <laughs> well, well, uh, well, we're moving on from that question. Okay. Uh, how did you enjoy the uh, the live show? 
totally fun. Did you see Ethan there? I believe he chased after you. <laughs> yes, I had to call the bodyguards. Yeah, I wondered who those guys were. Yeah, the ones that said staff on their hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think you'd be up for another live show soon? Anytime they call me, I'd be ready to go. What we would like, what the actors would love to do is to travel around and do live shows all over the country. How close are you to the uh, the other actors? Well, in miles or emotionally? <laughs> emotionally. Oh, well, we're friends. We're all we're all pretty uh, Chris and I are friends and Will and I have been best friends forever uh, since before Odyssey we've been friends, but um and that lives oh well Jess you know like we have each other's phone numbers and I I talk to Will and Chris the most that's really cool to hear because uh you know at the live show it looked like you guys were having so much fun up there yeah we look forward to any time we get to be together because we do we love each other Townsend who plays Jason is a friend yeah You know, we try to keep in touch because, you know, and voice acting, you you don't see everybody every day, only when you get to work together on a show. So we're always so thrilled when we get to be together that way. Otherwise, you know, everybody's busy doing their own stuff. So it's not like we go to work every day and see each other. And and we we do. We we have a lot of fun. Townsend and I worked on some uh, shows a long time ago for Marvel, uh, Glow Friends, and... uh, he might have been on My Little Pony. And Will and I did Dumbo Circus before we did Adventures in Odyssey together. And Hal was on that show. And Walker Walker was a friend. Walker. We're all the kids in school who got in trouble, you know. We all, we're all the ones who were sent out of the room. Now we all work together. So it's just like, <laughs> it's, you know, you guys are like that too. It's too, it's fun. I I get in trouble in school all the time. Actually, you know, I also work as a substitute teacher, and I was in high school today. And you may not know this, but you probably do, that now there's a, a download for your iPod that just makes sounds that are inaudible to adults. They're very high-pitched sounds that I guess when you get our age, it's harder to hear, but all the kids can hear it. So I was I was doing some sounds for them that I used to do when I was in school when we before we had iPods and we had to manually produce noises that were distracting. So <laughs> I showed them. This is one of my favorites I used to do during tests. I'll demonstrate for you, although I, I don't think the listening audience can appreciate it as much, but... And now, and then, and then I learned this from Frank Welker who would just drive engineers crazy. He just, when they were like doing mic checks and Frank would go. (laughs) 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 They would try to find out where the sound was coming from. So it's not enough that we get to make noises for a living. We still have to be distracting in the process. What's next for Connie? Do you know? Do you have any idea? I wish I knew. They won't tell me anything. I don't know. I don't know. I'll be surprised. I don't think we go to the studio again until March, so I'll find out what's happening. And we don't even, you know, we don't see, we show up for work, and then they hand us our script. Like today, they give us our script, we look at it, we go in the studio, and we start recording. So do you think Connie will be getting together with Jason or Mitch at some point? Wow. That would, what do you think? Would that be a good idea? Or I think it would be cool if they brought in a new character to Odyssey and then... Really? Yeah. Do you have a suggestion? 
Maybe. Well, you definitely should let the people at Focus know. See what you can. Maybe we'll we'll get you can get your idea on the air, as they say. I, I just think I mean, cause cause you already said that I'm a pretty good voice actor. Maybe I could. Maybe you could do it. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would be so amazing. T- say something to uh to Nathan next time you see him. Okay, I will. I definitely yeah, will. That would be amazing. Now, when you're in the studio, do they let you eat in there? Oh yeah, are you kidding? Really? Well, well, yeah. Only if you can chew very quietly, and not when it's your turn to talk. Like, like right now? Well, I'm in my own studio, so I call the shots. Yeah, <laughs> right now I can do it. But no, and we we generally, they'll let you, but it's kind of frowned upon. If you're if you're surreptitious about it, you could do it. We had Nathan on the show a while back. He seems to know a lot about Odyssey. Do you think he may know more about Connie than you do? Yes, I can guarantee you that he knows more about Connie than I do. He knows more about what Connie's done in her life. Because Connie has, as Connie myself, with a very short-term memory, I don't remember a lot of stuff. But, I mean... As far as what Connie thinks and what she is thinking at any given time, I probably know more about that than Nathan. But as far as Connie's actual history and Odyssey, yeah, he definitely knows more. Now, is is Nathan, is he mean in the studio? Oh, he's so mean. He's so mean. And he makes mean faces. Oh, that Nathan, he's mean. I figured as much. He comes from a big family, and I understand that causes a lot of, you know, psychological damage. Yeah, really. I mean, because I had him on the show, and... Should I say something nice about Nathan, <laughs> just in I, case you want to say that? You can say something nice, but I, I can't think of anything. <laughs> well, he's quiet. Yeah, yeah. I guess I appreciate him when he's being quiet. Yeah. But but as soon as he opens his mouth, you know. That's it. But in all seriousness, though, uh, well, Nathan's a pretty nice guy, though, right? Yeah, he's he's pretty nice. As long as I don't give him a hard time, he won't bother me. He's more afraid of you than you are of, of him. <laughs> That's probably true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm kind of bossy, you know, so I think everybody's afraid of me. Hey, I, I have a question. And it's really personal, but... Ethan, you gotta stay away from the personal questions, buddy. Well, okay, but I wanted to know what happens in the studio if if someone just, just lets one rip right there during a take. Well, you know, that's one of the occupational hazards of being a voice actor. You just have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you're in your own little soundproof booth when it happens. That That's so true. You don't think about this stuff, but that's stuff you gotta think about if you're going in, into the biz. The biz? The biz. The biz is not friendly to extraneous noises. That's why you don't see Katie Lee wearing any jewelry. Yeah, that's true. Well, Katie, we know you have a, a busy a busy day and a busy schedule. Oh. We want to thank you very much for taking time out of your day to talk to us. Well, it was my pleasure. Yes, uh, th- thank you, Katie Lee. I, I think you've really helped legitimize my podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No. Uh. <laughs> what? I, I, think, I think we can learn to forgive you. <laughs>
Uh, Katie? Hello? Uh, what happened? I think I think we lost the call. Well, that was a great interview anyway. What a great lady. See, Ethan? Dreams do come true. You got to talk to Katie Lee on Valentine's Day, and... Uh-oh. Oh, no! You forgot to ask her, didn't you? <laughs> well, there's always next year, Ethan. Ethan! Well, guys, I better go try to cheer him up. Until next time, I'm Phil Jinkus. The Ceiling Fan is a presentation of Tadpole Radio. Today's episode was written and directed by Kevin McCreary and Mark Jones and produced by KMAP Studios. Voice talent included Kevin McCreary, Mark Jones, and Katie Lee. With a very special thanks to Katie Lee for being a good sport, putting up with the craziness of the Ceiling Fan, and mocking my voice. I'll get you, Katie Lee. For the latest info about the Ceiling Fan, check us out online at theceilingfan.blogspot.com. You can also send us an email at thetadpole at tadpoleradio.com. Ethan, Ethan, it's all right. Come on, dude. You can still ask that chick from a day in the life of uh, you.